0: You're listening to The Cultured Podcast, a weekly conversation hosted by me, Michelle Corey, that breaks down the barriers surrounding art, theater, travel, and more to serve a digestible dose of culture for all. It's another episode of the Cultured Podcast, and I don't know what just came out of my mouth, but it felt good to just kind of exercise those vocal cords. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people call me loud. I just think I'm exercising my vocal cords, you know, not letting them fall into disarray. And speaking of vocal cords, today we are here with astronauts among men, musicians among humans, plant-based eaters among carnivores, (laughs) etc. They're the space suit junkies and they're an Atlanta based band that are from South Florida like your girl over here. Can't wait to talk about that. And they're independent artists. So we're going to be talking about what it's like to be an independent artist versus being on a label. And there's some really big differences. So if that doesn't make a lot of sense to you, this is a good episode for you. But first, and as always, we're going to talk about what's inspiring me this week. And the last episode, I actually said that you guys inspire me, which you do on an ongoing basis. But little did I know that not 24 hours later, I would receive an email from one of us on the Cultured Crew being so sweet and expressing herself in such an incredible way that I just have to read part of this email Francesca, if you're listening, thank you so much for taking the time to email me at info at It made my entire week brighter and it's after long days of recording and editing and doing my full-time gig that I get these emails and these words of kindness and it just lights up my life. So Francesca says... I just wanted to send you an email to thank you for being such a beautiful human. I love your energy, your sense of creative madness. I love that. Curiosity and overall openness. You have quickly made my life a lot better as I get to meet the artists and awesome people that I know are out there. And at the end of every episode, I feel inspired, reassured and comforted. By knowing there's one more extra special person in this mental world. (laughs) Couldn't have put it better myself. Thank you so much, Francesca. And um, if that, I don't know, makes you guys think you want to send emails, like, sure, feel free. No big deal. Kind of. I guess. Whatever. Please do. All right, y'all. It's time to talk to the Space Suit Junkies Plex Boogie. Yeah, and Stevie Zenith was good. They are in the building, everybody.
1: We here, we here, we here. World, what's What's, going on? You guys are
0: my first double interview.
1: That's crazy. We gonna make it. We gonna make it memorable for sure.
0: I mean, you have to
1: oh yeah well we're like no try, pressure
0: bro. but if you don't i'm going to tear this interview apart i'm going <laughs> so throw it away
2: i'll delete it for you i'll H- hack your computer and delete it
0: flex that's, so <laughs> that's so sweet
1: he's very considerate that's he very gets considerate. it all the time he gets it all the time so
0: nice so y'all are from sofla yeah yes. which is what literally nobody calls it
1: nope I've, Except are the first writing. person i heard say i've that, never actually. heard it i'm from sofla
2: <laughs> but i've never heard it
0: i like to call a new thing i'm trying to get started is Flowtown which mm. I said to my best friend, she said, that sounds like I'm talking about a period. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I was thinking like a terrible R&B group from like the 90s. Oh my right? God. Right?
1: <laughs>
0: um, so y'all call e- yourselves the spacesuit junkies yes. and you call yourselves astronauts. So I'm sensing a theme here. Cause also you have two EPs and two full albums. And one of those EPs is called, or one of the full albums is called Moon Rocks. Mm-hmm. So what about space inspires you guys?
1: We've always been very left, very left. Even before we had like a group name, like I was a solo artist. Plex was a solo Mm -hmm. artist back in Florida. Our styles were very different than, you know, anybody that was out there. And because we we went, I went to school in Fort Myers and Plex was out there as well. He went to school out there as well. I don't know if you know Fort Myers music, but it's very plies. You know plies? No. You know plies?
0: Plaz? Buss
1: it, baby. (laughs)
0: It's your little old plot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's how we sound. And you know we don't sound like that. But, you know, out there, Uh the music's very different from what we were on. You know what I'm saying? We were doing, like, a lot of pop-type stuff. You know what I'm saying? We were blending rock with it. We were doing all types of stuff. So we respected each other's mind. You know what I'm Mm. saying? So just off of that alone, we were far left. So we wanted to think of a group name that was dope. That embodied that. Exactly. So Plex Explain to her... Explain the rest of the situation, how, <laughs> how it actually <laughs> how it went down.
2: How it actually went down? How it went down. Okay, so I was in my room. He was, like, somewhere. I was we in were, class. We were texting back and forth, right? Just, like, names upon names. I mean, literally, the thread of names was probably, like, I don't know, like a novel. What
0: were some of them?
2: I don't know. And honestly, I would give— Flowtown?
0: <laughs> town was one of them. I, Flowtown. town was
2: probably one of them. <laughs> but But uh, anyway, it was this extremely— ridiculously long list of just random names we're just sitting there and then i don't know man just somewhere in the middle of it spacesuit junkies was there right and it just popped out and we were like that's it that's it i do love it you know i love it i don't know what it means i don't either nobody knows
1: what it means doesn't really have a meaning per se
0: you know what i kind of think it means i think you're so ahead of your time Mm -hmm. i'm not even like i'm a little yoking but not even mostly yoking like i think that It references somebody in the far, far future who loves to go to space, who's Hmm. like always like, oh, I'm going to go to space like like wanderlust, like Mm -hmm. hashtag spacesuit junkie (laughs) is like the wanderlust of like that's dope six hundred years from now. Nice. I like right. that.
1: I like Never that. thought of
2: it.
0: I just gave you your story. You did.
1: And we're gonna Rome, you recorded that? Yeah. Rome. Good. She all right. 10%. He, did. he did. Yeah. <laughs> ben, that's adorable. Twenty-five <laughs> percent, honey.
0: <Ben>. <laughs> <laughs> so I love the name and you guys met in college at a showcase. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what is a showcase?
1: So basically we we used to do shows like all around the city, you know, different clubs and stuff like that. So one day we happened to be on the same bill, you know what I'm saying, and Mm -hmm. we had never met before. I performed, he performed, then afterwards we have a mutual DJ friend, um, Mm -hmm. DJ Griff Gotti, shout out. Griff Um, Gotti. So Griff uh, brought us outside and kind of introduced us and stuff like that, and he was kind of like, "Yo, like y'all are dope, y'all are both dope, like I think y'all should do 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 a mixtape together, son." Wow. Yeah, literally like that. Verbatim.
0: Yes
2: he's from new york so the son was really in there yeah like yo son y'all should really like y'all y'all should do that shit
0: that's like i'm serious, that's charming yeah let's be real <laughs> that's so we're charming. like all right
2: cool. he charmed us boom charmed let's us. do it so he came over boom first t- first session knocked the like, crazy record how many years record. ago was that by the way the first session the first time he came to the crib uh-huh. was the song off moon rocks it's called uh it's called uh so gone so listen to it It's the first song Yeah so gone. it is okay. So listen to it I didn't even remember yeah, that Yeah that was the first one Can That's you guys funny. give us a little taste? I'm so gone Different time zone Moon rock shit Man you know what I be on I'm so gone Way about your reach Yeah pulling in the sky Couple hundred thousand feet up I'm so gone Fuck around and get lost Trying to find me I'm a boss bitch I'm shining what you want I'm so gone so gone. I, I, I'm, so, I'm, so, I, I'm so gone. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so gone. I'm hey. about oh. your reach. What? man. them in the sky. A couple of hundred thousand feet up. I'm so gone. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my God, that was so fun. <laughs> wow, so almost ten years together. I mean, eight years recording. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, and you guys recorded just after meeting so mm-hmm. your whole relationship has been just recording. as a duo yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, he came to my house i was like hey what's
2: up He was
1: like what's up i was like you ready he's like yeah let's go
2: all right let's do it that's
0: <laughs> well that's amazing yeah. you guys are practically brothers by yeah. now yeah yeah. yeah
1: pretty we much pretty much live together since we moved out here we've lived together yeah for five years
0: that's mm-hmm. amazing but it's
1: like honestly like with him it's like we have the same motivations we're interested in the same things so it's a lot easier to push ourselves further because we're both just focused as hell. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like super focused. So That's very clear. Yeah. I mean,
0: even just looking at your IG, it's very, very clear you guys are focused. And we're going to touch on a little bit of that later on. But to dive a little bit deeper into the life of an independent artist... You know, I touched on in the intro how different it is to be indie versus Mm -hmm. be on a label. Mm -hmm. And first, let me regale you with a little story about Little Michelle. It was my dream to work in the music industry. And I know we have so much in common. So far, Flowtown, whatever. We need to get you on a skit. (laughs) On a skit on our
1: album. That would be so fun. We got to get her.
0: Oh, God. Let's do it. Okay. I'm a ham, so I'll do... I'm not going to say that. Just go in. I wouldn't (laughs) do it. Just go in. (laughs) I'm making plex giggle and blush at the same time so I really wanted to work in the music industry and I applied to Interscope Records to this internship Mm -hmm. and they just kept ignoring me and I and the supervisor for the position was Luke Woods personal assistant and he was Jimmy Iovine's Mm -hmm. right-hand man and she went to University of Central Florida which is where I went to college and so my cousin had a wedding uh, in Los Angeles. And when I went, I asked my other cousin to drive me to the Interscope headquarters. Mm-hmm. And I literally called from downstairs. And I was like, I am downstairs. Please interview me. I want this internship. And she hired me on the spot after I got the interview. Wow. I went so Dope. I worked... For three months, right outside of Luke Wood's office, and I would like help him with raw demos and things like that. Mm-hmm. It was my dream come true. That's awesome. But it was also when I realized how awful big labels are, mm-hmm. and it like shattered, it popped this bubble, this like romanticism that I had right. about working with artists who could create their music and be mm-hmm. themselves and express themselves. And at the end of that internship, I became the first intern Luke Wood ever personally offered a job to and i turned it down and went back to orlando look at you and it's because i saw myself being the worst version of myself Mm -hmm. and i tell that story because it's really important for people to understand that music is an art form and it's a form of self-expression and artists need to be empowered to express themselves rather than dominated Mm -hmm. and molded like they're going into a factory Mm -hmm.
1: You sound like a disgruntled artist uh, that know, was like, signed exactly. to a label for ten years, and you're like, "I want out," you know, because that's really I know, what, Isn't that funny? Yeah. So
0: you guys have chosen for the past eight years, you've made a very hard choice because it's a hardworking one to be independent artists yep. and to be <clears> free of any label associations. Mm-hmm. So the big question is why.
2: I mean, a lot of it, like the same stuff that you just said, you know, the freedom. I mean, we've had uh, opportunities to get on different labels and stuff like that. But if there was ever like a major deal that made sense, you know, as far as like publishing goes and like not trying to take all of my shit. Right. 360 deals and all these different things. If there was a major label out there that would cater to these types of things, maybe it would be better. But um, that just doesn't exist anymore. So Mm -hmm. if you want, you know, to create. And you want to keep your masters you want to keep your publishing you know you want to actually have creative freedom and you don't want to get shelved back because the thing is if you don't have like the leverage that you need you go to a major label they're just going to shelf you so basically you're just going to collect dust behind all the lead artists mm-hmm. right because they got every label has their forefront leaders right and then they got also 20 30 maybe like 100. Tears yeah other artists back there that nobody's ever heard of
1: and then if a new hot artist comes along and you've been with the label for a while you feel like you got first dibs but nah you don't. it's whoever's hot at the moment right. that's who they're putting forward even if you finish your whole album you're ready to go you don't have the control to put stuff out when you want to put stuff out and that's right. that's the big thing like with us yep. like we kind of move at our own pace you know what i'm saying so like when we want to drop something mm-hmm. we're going to drop something you know so whereas mm-hmm. with a label it's kind, it's more controlled. We we were talking to an artist the other day that couldn't do a video with us at the time because he was stuck on a label situation, yep. and he was just talking about how much he hated it, and you know what I'm saying. So, mm. yeah. Um, like like Plex said, you know, if it made sense, then cool. But like we ain't just about to sign our life away for
0: like nothing, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Right. So you mentioned a 360 deal. What does mm-hmm. that mean? So a
2: 360 deal is basically where the record label and they basically take a piece of everything that you do so that's obviously the music but it's also merchandise and touring and everything else any way any kind of income that comes in f- from your music they get a piece of that they you basically know? own you. <clears throat> they, yeah. they, they absolutely own you you know they own your image yeah. 100 oh, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah so they give you advances right you got to think about a record label is a business which you found out the hard way right mm-hmm. that's probably why you had that feeling of like oh my god because that's when you realize that the music industry is a it's a business oh
0: yeah right it's a factory it's
2: a factory so um, the labels that give out advances boom 200,000 whatever so the all the money you make first of all the record label has to get paid back so not you don't get anything until that label until that advance is paid back and then after that they're still getting you know a chunk of all your money
0: and I mean artists really don't make a ton of money until they go on tour. Exactly. exactly. Tickets are where yeah. it's at. Right. Like for for the artist to even make the money. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what you see with book deals where if you actually get a publisher as an author, you're getting a minimal amount of money, which I get there's a lot that goes into marketing and distribution and things like that, but there would be no marketing and distribution if not for this piece of art. For sure. And that is the painful part. So, what are some of the sacrifices you think you've had to make by choosing to be independent artists?
1: It's a a lot, I would say. And I mean, we made a sacrifice. I didn't finish school. Like I quit my senior year to move up to Atlanta. Like Mm -hmm. I was almost. I had like five credits left. What were you studying? I started college, and I wanted to do physical therapy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to do physical therapy, so I'm going to major in athletic training first so I can go and get my master's in PT. So I started there, decided I didn't like it. I was like, all right. So I started over, did business, because business is like my thing. Like, I like business. So started doing business, worked my way all the way up, met with advisors all the time, you know what I'm saying? And then literally, like, the last semester is when we got the opportunity to move out here, and I was like, it don't matter. Like, just we got to get it, you know? Yeah. So I just stopped. Yeah. I quit. You know what I'm saying? Which,
0: I mean, is a choice. Right. And I feel yeah. like uh, it's all too positioned that it's not a choice mm-hmm. or a good choice. Yeah. It's just yeah. a choice. Right. It's so whatever makes sense for you. Exactly. And you're now combining those two things, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely health and fitness. Yeah. And business. For sure. yeah. We're going to touch on that in a bit. <laughs> As a little tease. <laughs> what does she mean? Um, you'll find out. So that's really it. So so you quit school. You were talking about that being one of the sacrifices. Yeah. What else?
1: Um, another sacrifice I would say is, you know, I see all my friends making 50, 60, 70 thousand dollars a year. But, you know, the way that being an independent artist works is you got to be available. You got to work late nights. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Even if you got to get up early in the morning, you know what I'm saying? So I could never get one of those corporate 500 jobs and position myself to do it because, I was so focused on the music you know we were so focused yeah. on the music and doing those type of things. So
2: obviously we don't have like huge big corporation jobs and stuff like that. so we we, we do what we got to do. like I served and bartended for like nine years, you know mm-hmm. like so I didn't like it you know, but that's what I had to do. I needed a flexible job. So if we got called on a show and we had to do this, you know we got to just go. Obviously and then the money that we make, you know everything goes back into the to the music. Because we're independent artists, right? We don't have a label funding everything. So obviously we haven't been financially abundant for a while, you know. So that was a big sacrifice, you know. Because if we weren't making music, you know, I could have saved a lot more. and I probably would have been in a better situation, you know, financially. Um, But
0: would you have felt whole?
2: No. Absolutely, it wasn't even really. That's the thing is like it never really was a decision. It just it was. I just was always going in that way. It was never Absolutely. like should I do this or shouldn't I do? This? I was just doing it, mm-hmm. and then I think about it later when you we have podcasts like this. Like, what did you sacrifice? Like, damn, I actually sacrificed a lot. Yeah, I didn't think about it though. You know, you just you just do it.
0: Yeah, I feel you because I quit my job earlier in twenty seventeen. Awesome, and thank you. Congratulations. I had a whole emancipation celebration, which as you should. Every Every That's year dope. so so it's interesting because I was in corporate America in big old corporate companies mm-hmm. for my entire career mm-hmm. and so it's interesting to hear you guys say that that was a sacrifice because <laughs> it was mind-numbing right. as an artist as a creator there are very few things that are less conducive to a mm-hmm. creative mm-hmm. mind for sure than the old-school way of yeah. running a company right. it is mind-numbing. and mind-numbing I'm
2: actually kind of grateful for it now you yeah know, now I look back at it like I'm glad I never got a job like That because
0: I am too for you, they
2: do conform you, right? They mold you absolutely, think a certain way. Well,
0: and as a woman, I was also told so many different things as a woman with a quote unquote strong personality. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, F this, I'm gonna start my own business, and the clients that I bring on are going to be people who gel well with me, who Mm -hmm. I can gel well with. And now I have a growing marketing business that focuses on arts and culture and podcasting. That's
1: awesome. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome. That's dope. You know,
0: and there's a lot of sacrifices, mm-hmm. but there's also freedom and there's this sense of you know, when I get really tired, all I have to do is think about how grateful I am because I'm created, creating my dream mm-hmm. and I think you guys are an embodiment of that. Thank you know, you. you've created your path and that is something that I would venture to say our generation and younger are starting to realize that they have been put here to create their That's own the paths. That's the way to do it, yep. Right. Yeah.
1: And the way social media is now, you know, like, back when we were young, social media wasn't popping like that, you right. know what I'm saying?
2: It's funny, you think about MySpace, like, it was like, oh, back in the day, it was like, oh, it's hard to kind of keep up my MySpace, and like, me. you know, now it's like, we have to keep up freaking Facebook, Everything. Instagram, Twitter, oh my God. YouTube. And it's just like, oh, my God, to think of one platform that I have to take care of. That's it.
0: Speaking of your I.G., Mm -hmm. you guys use it really well to showcase what you're working on and and how you sustain your lives. Mm -hmm. We've touched on it a little bit. It's Mm -hmm. finally time to talk about it. 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 You have an e-commerce business. We do. We do. And and it's sustaining you guys and it's helping you thrive and funnel the money that you need into your music. Absolutely. So it's working on two fronts. So tell me a little bit about the journey of finally coming to the conclusion, like we should start this business and why e-commerce?
1: So basically, well, okay. So I'm gonna take a step back so that we can move forward.
0: Let's Tarantino this, you know? So, Mm. okay. So nice. Back
1: in, I'd say probably 2015, something like that. Um, I went to a um, I went to an event. Plex was overseas doing his doing his thing overseas, and um, where we, we'll we'll get into it. Yeah. We'll get into Ooh, it. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so while he was doing that, I was really like focusing on like business type of stuff and blogging and you know stuff like that. So like I stumbled upon somebody that seemed really dope. They were talking about they were making money online, this and that. So I ended up going to an event out here in Atlanta and I met a couple people shout out to Nate O'Brien shout out to Jermaine still if they if y'all listening y'all should anyway um, agree. definitely should right <laughs> so anyway I was in the hotel it was like a in one of them events at like a hotel you know what I'm saying and they were just talking about making money online how they do it making money off of Amazon this and that and it kind of put the light bulb on my head I was like yo this is really like a sustainable way to make money you know so when Plex got back, I started talking to Plex about it like, yo, we should do like we should do a store. We should do an Amazon store, you know? That was the first thing. Was Amazon. Mm-hmm. So, we ended up we decided to do the Amazon store and we got shut down.
0: Why?
2: We had some products on there that were copyrighted basically.
0: Uh, and, okay. and we didn't know it. And okay. Amazon
2: was like <laughs>
1: Like Disney, I was about to say Disney. Literally, especially. Oh yeah, yeah. they sticklers
0: too. They're incredibly. Oh yeah, and
2: when Amazon shuts you down, you're shut down.
1: Like you can't start another store. They got your IP address. They got your name, bank account. You can't do it. After that, we ended up going to a mastermind last year, and that really changed the game for us because we saw these dudes making millions of dollars just off of Shopify, like crushing it on Shopify, and that was the motivation for us to be like, yo. We got to get this going we got to yeah. fund the music you know what i'm saying so
2: it all started from the fact that like i said before you know we can only go so far if you don't have money to market your music at the end of the day you'll just be playing it for the four walls around you
0: exactly no one's gonna hear it exactly. and if you don't got
2: the money to do it then and i felt like you know our our music is is good you know and it definitely it deserves the platform to get out there. So good. You know? Thank you. Call Thank
0: me you. when you're buzzin'.
1: Ay, 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 I know ay, it's ay. been on your mind. Thank you. Call, call me. Ay, buzzing. ay, buzzing, 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 ay. Buzzing, ay. Buzzing. ay. Call me when you're buzzin'. I know it's been on your mind. Call me when you're buzzin'. I'm about to kill lavin' tonight. Call me when you're I'm and am
2: about to then what is it? That. Ooh. Wait, your part? Hey. Sounds, Sounds like you, you got a good job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey. Okay. She got the whole song, now. You do. You do. a you remix? Do.
2: Culture remix. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so that was really fun. We had a little sesh. Um, <laughs> so we talked oh. about your. <laughs> so we talked about your business mm-hmm. and you talk a lot on IG about how you make money so why is it important for you to start spreading those messages mm-hmm. and like talking the business side of right on so like IG?
2: we really want to just kind of spread that message and, and, and let people know like there's a lot of artists and stuff that follow us as well like you guys don't have to you know be starving artists you know like it doesn't have to be a starving artist situation mm-hmm. right just because you're an artist like you can go out there and make money online, start a business, fund your own stuff, give your stuff the respect that it deserves. Like if you want to shoot dope videos, you need money to do that. If you want to have actually good quality recordings, you need a good and good studios like this one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you need money to do all those things. Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of common sense. But sometimes artists don't really think like common sense all that much so no, we like to put what? the message it's out it's common
0: sense but also the messages the societal messages mm-hmm. are always the starving artist thing exists because yeah. of society exactly mm-hmm. why yeah. is that a thing we can all get right as a phrase mm-hmm. it's because it's pushed out there you exactly know? and this is what I love about our generation and younger is we're starting to put our foot down and say like you're not lazy you're mm-hmm. not starving if you're an right. artist or if you're an entrepreneur right. uh, yeah. although there are mm-hmm. a lot of like self-proclaimed oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. But that's what makes it like that's what makes it so, so much more prevalent now. The fact that you got like Gary Vee and like Mm -hmm. Ty Lopez and Grant Cardone and all these dudes that are making it cool to be an entrepreneur and make you want to do it. So with our message of, you know, funding your passion, funding your dream, you know, you need you need a way to do that. And with us, we have a unique spin on things because we're artists talking about that. You know what I'm saying? We could show you how to get money. And I think that that's one of the things that people gravitate towards is because they don't see other artists. They see artists bragging about the money they make and stuff like that, but what they don't see is an artist being like, here, take my hand. Let me help you out. Let me show you what it is. Let me coach you and yeah. show you how to make money, how to build a business, you know? So. And
0: also, we work hard for it. Oh, it's yeah. not just, like, dollar bills, like, flying nah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. That sounded so awful. Dollar bills. Dollar dollar, dollar, bills. dollar
1: bills, y'all. No S. Like, <laughs> dollar. you
0: gotta be
2: authentic out here, man. Yeah. Like, you know, like
0: so so walk us through what a typical oh, week looks like <laughs> for an independent artist like you guys
2: it's 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 a lot man yeah. it's right. crazy just for imagine. instance today i mean we both got up at like 6 30 you hmm. know went to the gym you know we met, met with our cpa today you know so getting the taxing yeah. going right, right? Um, get
1: your taxes straight get a good
2: cpa get a good cpa man that's really really important so true. Yeah. Um, yeah. we have a really great cpa shout out to robert pole um so yeah. then we did Light that and then um came back I started you know mixing some music because I were working on a new record right now so I went back and was chopping up sounds and samples and stuff and like you know just mixing and and then uh, here we are right podcast we'll mm-hmm. probably go back when we leave here we're gonna go back and start running some more Facebook ads so it literally is like yeah. from wake to fall down mm-hmm. like we're just it's all day long you know man it's I literally that yeah. And we
1: have like a big a big old whiteboard, like in our living room, mm-hmm. yeah. like slash studio, because it's it's just a workspace, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it basically has like our goals, the numbers we want to hit. Like we actually did an IG, I think it was just an IG story we yeah. did on it. But yeah, we have a big whiteboard with all our goals, what we want to make. Yeah. We have the spacesuit side, then we have our brand, which is called Rich from Anywhere. Mm-hmm. We have that. We have the goals for that. And then we have you know the ecom store over here. So we're all we're very goal oriented, and we try to make sure we hit everything. Each week, obviously, we're very creative, so sometimes we get scatterbrained. So we gotta have something to yeah. see, so got we can stay on point. Yeah, yeah, you know? got to.
0: That's amazing, cause are so you guys are managing yourselves. Yeah, yeah. what genre do you guys consider your music? Mm.
1: Mm, 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 we're mm, in between.
2: Mm. Yeah, we straddle a couple different ones, yeah. man. Like pop, house um
0: it's your life has which is your latest single Mm -hmm. has some reggaeton to it a little bit Mm, yeah uh,
2: yeah uh, yeah. got a little bit in there (laughs) actually a couple of our new records have quite a bit of reggaeton in them so speak of the devil you know so segue to got some new records coming out oh my god we're not gonna drop any titles unknowingly unknowingly we're not gonna drop any titles or anything but we got some really really dope records coming out with Flames. some reggaeton
0: yeah. yeah so calling on those flow town
1: <laughs> oh yeah it's it's very flow townish
2: it's very flow town yeah we actually have a it's a spanish collaboration with a colombian artist is um one
0: of them- i'm colombian yeah.
2: hey yeah. y'all are wooing me yeah. hey this is just facts just <laughs> it's, facts i'm just speaking big about. facts
0: <laughs> okay so so tell me speaking of like influences tell me a little bit about who influences your music mm. or what Sometimes it might not even be a musician.
1: We, we have a lot of different inspirations. Uh, me, personally, I really like pop music and house and that type of thing. So, like, lately, like, I really like Rufus Dusol. I don't know if you know who Rufus Dusol is. I dus- don't. Oh, I can't get enough of you. Anyway, they're dope. dope. They're from Australia. Um, no. So, Rufus Dusol, Disclosure is really dope. Oof, yeah. Rock with Disclosure. And then, obviously, you know, you got your classics, like... Um, Jay-Z is a big inspiration just because of what he does business-wise, you know mm. what I'm saying? Obviously, the Neptunes, um, yeah. people I've that always, straddled left.
2: Yeah, I've always like gravitated towards people who created their own sound. So you know what a Neptune sound is. You know yes. what a Timbaland record sounds like. Outcast. You know what a Swiss Beats yeah. record sounds like. Mm-hmm. Right? So these guys that create their own sound and carve their own lane, I've always gravitated towards yeah. that. So that's what, one thing that I wanted to do with Spacesuit is really – craft our own sound so I don't want us to sound too much like anything we're kind of just got a little bit of everything going on but you can tell that it's a spacesuit record mm-hmm.
0: though. can you give us a little mm. bit from the new album
2: you just got to hear it it's okay. kind of it's yeah. it's hard to really you know, I would do it in, in like a disservice which is acapella
0: my <laughs> <later>.
2: <laughs> it'll come out real soon though trust me trust oh
1: me. yeah it's coming like Next month.
0: Oh, I'm excited. Ish. He Ish. was trying to be all coy. You just like trash that. You're like in about 34 <laughs> days. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> He's like, stay you. tuned. You're 34 and a half days. <laughs> um, so do you guys find it? So speaking of creating your your own sound and everything there, I found Anthem, a video for Anthem, wow, which was six dug. years ago. You dug. You I dug. did. You did dig. I did. I was a journalist. Do you
1: listen to, do you listen to Nardwar? No. So Nardwar is this, um, he's a curator. He does interviews with, like, big artists and stuff like that. But he finds the craziest stuff about artists that you would never, like, Hey, He's a so trip. I was talking you to your him. mom, and He's I, found, a trip. I found your old um, Ninja Turtle boxers right here. And they're like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah, like.
0: I want to do that.
2: Check out Nardwar. You get some inspiration watching Nardwar. <laughs> Can He's you dope.
0: imagine if I was like, I have your boxers here. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, that's not. Nardwar. I'd be like, I was
2: looking for those. <laughs> <laughs> It
0: That's called stalking, not interviewing. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, so so thin line though. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. Journalism, stalking. Mm. That is thin. What do you think?
0: <laughs> Maybe my answer Waterline. is indicative because I'm like, no, it's research. <laughs> right. Me looking so through is your stalking. window during dinner time is research. <laughs> Just what researching like you, what, what night- you look like in your right. living room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I I found Anthem from six years ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Just
0: remarkably different sound, remarkably yeah. different oh, yeah. vibe. Yeah. So my question and and I feel like it was definitely of its time and place of six years ago and now you guys are definitely of your time and place with a little bit of that, you know, space agey kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. But do you Feel like you have to balance mainstream trends as an independent artist especially do you feel like you have to balance mainstream trends and music with your own sound and concoction? for sure
2: i think so you know if you want to be a successful artist you know right. of course like you you have your niche artists and groups and stuff and they do well and i think we kind of are that right now we are a niche you know because we don't really cater to just like the most pop stuff like we still we still keep it left, you know, but I think, yeah, if you want to, you know, get on to, you know, different opportunities, licensing opportunities, different publishing stuff, if you want to to really see success, you you mm. need to to kind of like cater to that. But I mean, balance, it really comes yeah. down to I, I enjoy the music out now, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you know, I don't enjoy all the music out now, but what I do enjoy, I like to infuse it into our music. So it's not like we're just doing it because we have to like
0: no that would be a sellout yeah yeah
1: no 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 No. everything yeah. that we do is it's very strategic we might we might see something that's dope and kind of take that but add our spacesuit twist to it you know what i'm saying yeah. and make it and make it left still you know yeah. So that's kind of
0: totally and I think that's smart and I think it goes along with you guys clearly see your music your art as a business and that's Mm -hmm. so important to make money from your art Mm -hmm, because if you just say I'm just going to produce everything and whatever without the strategy component it becomes really it becomes more difficult than if you just seed it a little bit you know and start massaging it so that's smart.
2: So a lot of the change that we had um, into the more pop house realm, it also came from me as a tour manager. I've been a tour manager for like two years for international like EDM artists. Right. So I travel like everywhere, like he was saying, like I've been literally everywhere you can think of. So when I went overseas, right, everywhere you go, you hear house music, deep house, tech house, progressive house, like you hear that music everywhere you go. So obviously, like just naturally when I came back, I was like, bro. we've got to get on this like because I just I just it just became a part of me like Mm -hmm. just doing it for two years like touring and and seeing the energy and the crowds and the festivals like I was like we have to we have to infuse our our music into that you know so that's where the switch happened
0: I wanted to save this for the last bit because we're all having a lot of important conversations right now about women Mm -hmm. in general And the treatment of women, especially in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. all those stories that have come out about the monsters in Hollywood that have been just raining terror on women. And, you know, there was a lot of Me Too messaging at the Grammys. And there were white flowers and things like Mm -hmm. that to represent. But then I read this really interesting article and it was really well put and it's in The Feminist Current. And I'm gonna read a little passage from it because she puts this, Megan Murphy is the writer, and she puts this so well. And um, she basically talks about how there's so much objectification of women in Mm -hmm. the music industry. And listen, nobody can deny that. You know, like there's there's, like mostly Mm -hmm. naked women or Mm -hmm. half naked women all over every music video. And so she says, That we are watching... She's criticizing the Grammys and the performances in the Grammys to contrast the messaging of Me Too Mm -hmm. campaign. That we are watching practically naked women enhance men's performances at what already is a celebration of male supremacy only goes to show how far we have to go. What's the purpose of all of this, really, if we continue to accept women as props and commodities, worthless unless they're turning men on? Mm. So, you know, I, I bring this up because you guys are for lack of a better term, woke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> woke. yeah. You know, and you treat your bodies really well. Mm-hmm. You guys are vegan and you talk a lot about your plant-based life lifestyle. You focus mm-hmm. on fitness. You know, the independent artist way is really an important part of your own mental health mm-hmm. as for an sure, artist. For sure, for sure. You know, but you do, as male artists, have videos that have these women mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, thin and in bikinis and all up in everybody's yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> all up in our faces So I want to ask you guys first Why you feel it's important for men To show women in that way in videos As a sincere question
1: Yeah so I think honestly like It was part of hip hop culture That was kind of what you grew up on Was seeing that you know what I'm saying Like mm-hmm. B T uncut and like all these type of things All these videos objectifying women So that's kind of what you came up on But as far as like what we're on now I think we do a pretty good job of not doing that, because in our in our video buzzing, we made sure that everybody was dressed nicely. They were in dresses. Yeah, it was all classy. You know, it was more classy, wine glasses, that type of thing. So we try and, I think we we're doing a good job of not doing that. If we're gonna have women in our video, we don't want to objectify them, and you know make it so that they're 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 the center of the video because no, it's yeah. it's not. It's about us, you know what I'm saying? So right. I think really just, yeah. you know it, what I'm saying? They just like, they
2: just you know, and at the end of the day like we, they just complimented the video. At the end of the day, like we enjoy women. Obviously mm-hmm. they're beautiful, so why not put beautiful women in the video. It doesn't have to be that at all. They don't yeah. have to you know? be in thongs shaking No, booty exactly. And then you know, we could have easily think. done that. We could hey house party, mm-hmm. you know, everybody get mm-hmm. naked. No, nah, I mean you could have easily done that, but we decided, absolutely, we don't want to do that. Yeah. Let's let's go a different route, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean we're we're both heavily into equality, obviously. You know, and that's what our whole video, you know, It's Your Life was all about, mm-hmm. right? So we're we're celebrating equality and, and talking about these things. So we absolutely uh, agree with you you yeah
0: yeah and that's why i wanted to bring it up especially with with men like you because it's easier to have a conversation with men who can speak in the way that you guys do Mm -hmm. and and for for it to trigger a discussion especially because if you really think about the message Mm -hmm. there of having women in these videos to show your worth, Mm -hmm. you're really, as a man, saying, I'm only worth as much as the gold chains, the piles of money, Mm -hmm. and the half-naked women I have around me. So you're stripping yourself of worth by saying, I'm only worth this much, Mm -hmm. and you're stripping a human of worth by saying, this is a part of my collection of trophies and objects that give me worth. Mm -hmm. So I want to challenge you guys moving forward Mm. to not do that anymore and to speak out against that Mm -hmm. because there's so many other ways. Exactly what you mentioned, It's Your Life is such a beautiful video. Mm -hmm. So this is a great segue into that video, Mm. the concept behind it. And um, so, yeah, tell us a a little bit about It's Your Life.
1: So It's Your Life came about Honestly like like Plex was talking about with the the whole discrimination thing and equality thing like that's kind of what we embody.
2: me. same. Always seems like you got some place to be.
1: Me being a minority, you know, I've dealt with plenty of situations where I've been thought of as less than, called the N-word, you know, all types of like held at gunpoint by a cop for no reason at all, you know what I'm saying? So um, when I see things going on in, in, you know, the gay community and the LGBT community, I can relate to that, you know what I'm saying? Like my my stuff is different, but I can relate to the fact of being a minority and being somebody that's thought of as, as less than.
0: It's your life. It don't feel the same tonight.
1: That look on your face don't lie. They talking about me, and you listen. Let all of your friends paint that picture. We're all about peace and love, you know what I'm saying? That's really what our group is about, is peace and love. So, you know, we love everybody regardless of what you into. It doesn't really matter what you into because as long as you're giving off love, right? that's it.
0: And, you
2: know, the video was, was our way of saying that, yeah. right? So what better way to say it than to just really put it out there like, we're actually gonna make our video about it. Mm-hmm. Can you
0: describe it for us? So it's
2: basically the journey through a transgender, you know, woman' uh, day. Basically, going through the day, looking at herself and, and not being happy with herself, and, and kind of going through the day and and seeing more beauty around her and seeing. Um, Seeing all, all the different couples that are, you know, gay, lesbian, seeing all, all the stuff that's around you and, and seeing the beauty in it. And at the end of the day, basically accepting herself. Right. And that's yeah. and that's,
1: that's what happens at the end of the video. She's finally in acceptance. Mm-hmm. So that's why you see her in the mirror and then you see the smiley face right. instead of the frown. Mm-hmm. So y'all make sure to check that out. But, yeah, it's, it's you know,
2: and that's that's the, the message. Well, that's the message. That's the um, the what's the it called? Yeah, like that's the thing, that's how we put it out there But really it goes for any kind of discrimination You know, No matter what it is, black, white, Spanish Anything anything that you might be going through Any kind of discrimination Take that same concept and, and apply it to it's your you. situation
1: But what you gonna do when I'm out it You gonna be okay, I doubt it I'm not the type to be bragging But what would you do without me I think it's time that we find out I was all in but you signed out Bet you miss me when I'm gone Wishing that you could rewind now And, yeah. and honestly, we've, we've been talking to different people And the video means something different to everybody Right Which is awesome
0: I love it you know? And I, I love just the, the name of the song, It's Your Life Right. I was literally having a conversation yesterday Where I was like, I just don't understand how hard it is for people to just say Like, I'm happy because you're happy Right Like, if we all were able to say, I'm happy because you're happy Can you imagine what the world would look like? Like yeah. just whatever your prerogative is, whatever mm-hmm. makes you happy that doesn't harm another person exactly. or living thing, frankly, right. mm-hmm. then great, yeah. awesome.
1: Do you do you? You and you know? I'm ha- and, and it's and okay. Yeah, to take
0: it a step further, I'm happy because that makes you happy. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. Of course. I know. So we we
2: it's our job to spread that message out, you know? So thank you for doing that. Yeah, it's it's our all of our jobs to to spread to spread that message, you know what I mean? Because we got mainstream media, we got government, we got a lot of heavy hitters pushing the complete opposite on us, so Mm -hmm. it's our job to push back. It's our duty to do it. We have to so
0: absolutely. So last question. Mm -hmm. What's your vision for the spacesuit junkies? for taking off, blasting off. Yeah, man,
1: it's Blast off. <laughs> so like, you know, like, we definitely want to embody, like when you think of entrepreneurship, you think of Gary Vee, you know what I'm saying? We're in that lane, but we're different because the fact that we're entrepreneurs, we're artists, which is cool, everybody does that, but the angle at which we're doing it is very, very attractive to the everyday person you know what I'm saying even if you're not fans of our music you're gonna want to mess with us because we can make you money
2: so we want to merge the spacesuit brand with with our rich from anywhere brand now that's basically our (laughs) empowerment you know online business you know entrepreneurship lifestyle lifestyle, yeah right so we want to eventually merge those two things together Mm. and even maybe even set up tours where we're going out literally performing and teaching people how to make money and better themselves and just having these massive mastermind events and like just go on tour and just do that yeah. and just change people's lives and party and have fun at big the same weekend time.
1: long events yeah. where you're just l- you're learning how to make money and then you get to party with us and watch us live and you know all that type yeah. of stuff so, so
0: basically if tony robbins knew how to produce boom boom, boom. Okay. okay i
1: like that <laughs> <Yeah>. right exactly <laughs> okay you would trip. trip yo it's-
0: well, that sounds amazing, mm-hmm. and I'm absolutely sure you guys can do it because I really enjoy your music, and you. I'm right. I have to be honest with you, I'm super critical. Really, yes, I am because you know I've got that ear for music. Right. I was in the music mm-hmm. industry, right. That's true. and I think everyone's got to produce and and express themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I'm going to like it all. You right, know? for sure. You <laughs> don't have, have to. I have an opinion, but I really do enjoy your music. And thank I you, you so much. I can't wait to share it with the Cultured crew. Appreciate and it, man. And thank Please. you for sharing this time with me. Ab- thank you. Thank you, you for us. having us. You guys, I'm a groupie now. Um, so if you want to find the Spacesuit Junkies, if you want to uh, subscribe to their channel on SoundCloud, if you want to make sure that you keep up to date with all that they have going on with their business endeavors, And also make sure that you are up to date on the new album release. You can go to www.thespacesuitjunkies.com. You can go on Instagram and Facebook at Spacesuit Junkies and SoundCloud at soundcloud.com. uh, slash the dash spacesuit dash junkies obvi as always these links are going to be in the episode show notes at culturedpodcast.com don't forget to send me some love or send me your thoughts whatever you want to talk about i am all ears info at culturedpodcast.com and on all the socials cultured podcast except for twitter cultured pod y'alls all right y'all until next week Keep it classy. Keep it curious. Keep it cultured. I'm Michelle Corey. Sean Powers is our producer. The Cultured Podcast is a production of Zero Mile Media, made with love in Atlanta. You can listen to The Cultured Podcast at culturedpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, and anywhere else podcasts are found.